My silences had not protected me. Your silence will not protect you. Audra Lord. Bending Not Breaking Pride and the Dragon Prince And welcome back to another episode of Bending Not Breaking. I am your host, Ben Pruitt. And how cool was it to hear Jesse Inokalia talk about his favorite pride moment? Ah! I just feel so lucky to be able to have conversations like that and like the one that you are going to hear today. As we mentioned last episode, it is Pride Month and we are celebrating full force by bringing you a lot of Pride content. So over the next couple of weeks, we will be releasing several episodes with voice actors, writers, friends of the podcast, in which we have discussed our favorite Pride scenes, our favorite ships, our favorite moments, our favorite headcanon, all in celebration of Pride Month. These episodes don't follow the usual routine to our normal show, but I am certain that you will enjoy them. There are some other things accessible to patrons, I will say, like videos of our conversations that we'll be offering, so I hope you'll consider supporting us on Patreon or by giving the podcast a glowing review wherever you listen to your podcasts. All of those things would make a huge difference for us. So remember, you can find us at bnb underscore pod on all of the social medias and on Patreon. But without further ado, let's head to our next conversation discussing Pride and the Dragon Prince. We have another guest for you all today, and I am so excited because we are talking about the Dragon Prince with our guest, Rina Inekwe. And we are really excited because Rina is the voice of Janai on the Dragon Prince, and I am thrilled to welcome Rina. Rina, how are you today? Good. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Well, it's my pleasure. And I'm sure the pleasure of all of our listeners as well. This is a a real treat to be able to talk to you. Thank you so much for agreeing to join us. Yes. Thank you for the invite. Yeah. So here's the deal. I would love to just know a little bit more about you. Can you, like, we know that you're the voice of Janai, but what, like, what do you do with your life? What do you love to do? How do you spend your time aside from that small portion of your life that you spend recording for the Dragon Prince? I am an interdisciplinary artist, performer, and healer as well. Um, I mean, I do many things, but I think that's a great way to, um, to summarize in a way and I also write as well poetry specifically and I work with sound visuals and scent in my work most of my work revolves around creating healing and spiritual experiences for folks to step within in I guess you could say an immersive way but more so thinking about holistic ways in order to meet people where they're at in non-traditional spaces for performance and also for healing 
And my goal always is to give people tools that they can walk away with in whatever capacity that is. Sometimes that's through plant medicine. Sometimes that's through sound healing. Sometimes that's just through having an allotted time and moment for that experience. And yeah, sometimes I work in tandem with all of these things with the sound, visuals, and scent. And sometimes they're singularly or sometimes just two of them. So yeah, that's kind of what I do. It's specifically through, I guess, the lens of performance art, sound art, um, video art. And I, I mean, I also DJ <laughs> as well. And yeah, I just recently finished my first book of poetry, which I'm really excited about. And then I have to figure out what to do with it. But that was, yeah. I just got back from an, the McDowell Fellowship, which is really amazing in Peterborough, wow. New Hampshire. And yeah, that was just a month in the woods, in a studio with just really amazing people and just everybody was really kind. And I just got back last Wednesday. So I'm kind of adjusting or readjusting to city life and uh, being by myself again, <laughs> because we, yeah, you're around a lot of people, which is a big change because I think a lot of us have been in isolation and solitude and loneliness due to the ongoing pandemic and other circumstances and whatnot because of that pandemic but yeah there was a it was a big adjustment because all of a sudden you're around a lot of people and I'm like oh snap and then <laughs> and, and then and then you're seeing these people but it's funny too because it, it, the arrivals and departures are staggered so you start to get to know people and they're like yeah I'm leaving tomorrow I'm like wait what wow. <laughs> so it's it was very um it's bittersweet in a way you know you get to know yeah. people so intensely and then you're like oh my gosh you're leaving next week this is very sad um wow. but it was a beautiful life-changing experience so I'm very grateful for that time and the opportunity to do that and yeah, deep in my practice, like focus on detangling self in a way. <laughs> You're by yourself for a good amount of time as well in your own studio. So yeah, I had time to read, which was nice. I had, had a lot of stare downs with deer. It was very weird. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of, yeah, I was just looking out the window because you're like, wow, when am I ever going to see this much green? I, you know, I'm in Brooklyn and I see green in a different way. It's like, oh, I'm seeing green in someone else's house. Um, mm -hmm. You're not seeing anything out there. You see a mountain or um, wild turkeys and uh, chipmunks and lots of different birds, which is really, I came yeah. birds. I learned how to ride a bike, which was really oh, exciting. So cool. I know, as I'm one of those people who didn't learn when they were younger, but I was like, you know what, let's do it. Like I, I've, I've learned twice, but it was as I was older and you know, if you don't practice, it's kind of like the muscle memory thing only relates if you got off of training wheels, which I apparently that was, I'm supposed to lead with that, but I didn't yeah. actually ever take the training wheels off. So it was, <laughs> it was a big, a big thing. But then I was like, oh my gosh, I'm riding my bike. And, you know, I think the problem too, is like, I would then try to load up the bike like a car and uh, that's not safe because then you're unbalanced and I'm already yeah. not good at the balance. And so I was like, some days were a little precarious, I will say. Uh, wow. But yeah, it was a really, yeah, I'm just really happy. I'm like, I learned how to ride a bike. If anything else, if I didn't do anything else there, I learned how to ride a bike on gravel, which is crazy. So 
Yeah. Oh, this is, you have an incredible story. I'm just <laughs> kind of sitting here taking it all in, thinking about where you, what I know you as, which is such a very, very, very small part of your life, it sounds like. And then hearing all these wonderful things about you and the things you're interested in and the things that drive you are, what a what an amazing story. I'm just grateful that you're willing to share that with all of us. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it you giving me the space to so yeah <laughs> I know you don't get to really you people are like oh you just do this thing I mean you know a lot of I think a lot of voice actors um they have many other things that they do but I yeah I think it's interesting I definitely uh have lived a full of twists and turns of life I would say done many things <laughs> which I'm like you know what we're we have this one life in this human form we, I think, right, or a yeah. bit of present. Yeah, right? it depends on what your belief system is. But in this present human form that I'm in, yeah, why not try to experience as much as I can and interact with as many people as I can, and and um, yeah, caring, caring in thoughtful ways, right? So yeah, I'm just so part of me is jealous. I think at the capacity you have to interweave these different things that you really clearly care about so I'm just I'm thinking about the performance art I did performance art I was a musician Uh, I am a musician but I have turned that has become more of a hobby for me than what I was planning to intending to do and just thinking about how being able to turn not just the musical portion of your life, but this, just thinking about it as the frame of sound versus music completely shifts the narrative a little bit. And then as you weave scent and spirituality and all of these different, it just is, it sounds amazing. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, I, oh, it's not, it hasn't been a straightforward thing or I say, you know, it's a journey, it's a process. So there's always yeah. time, you know, we, the same thing, I mean, I was told when I was younger, oh, that acting is a hobby. So then I think in a way I kind of uh, took that on a bit because that was what was being told to me. Mm-hmm. But then I always was like, well, fine, I can get this degree and then I can still do this. But as long as like for my parents, it was like, okay, fine, you get that first degree then you can do whatever you want. So I was like, okay, cool. So then I, yes, I got my first master's at the actor studio because I was like, well, I want to take it seriously and, and learn because I went to business school for undergrad. Ooh. <laughs> I know. Very serious. Um, yeah, indeed. So, <laughs> yeah. But then my that fulfilled the the thing that my parents like, you have to be able to pay for yourself. And I'm like, okay, fine. I can buy things <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I can eat food and pay yeah. for it. <laughs> so electricity. I have electricity, it. pay bills, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's like practical things. So you know that that which I do I understand but um yeah then I got my master's at the actor studio and then I wanted to create things and was feeling very limited in terms of the way that storytelling was happening or Mm -hmm. I was experiencing storytelling and I didn't understand why we work on things in a sensorial manner to prepare characters and then the audience doesn't also get to experience that so yeah. then I started looking at programs and was like, oh, I want to go to this thing, but they didn't seem to fit with what I wanted to do. And even one program, I spoke to them and they're like, we don't have anybody that can help you. 
I was like, what? <laughs> Which you don't think someone's going to tell you. I was like, I appreciate your honesty. But like, there's no person on staff can, that can help you, but that it's what you want to do seems great. I was like, okay, thank you. Um, so then I found this program at NYU ITP and was like, okay, well, I want to figure out these ways to storytell in a, in a really sensorily based way. Mm. And um, had gone through some trauma of my own that I needed to process, but processing that during thesis is really not the time. And so then I ended up making my thesis is like this almost like a simulation for me to relax because I was so stressed out. I was like, I'm really not dealing well with what just happened, but I, I can't <laughs> handle this. So let me make relaxation based things. And so that's how it started. My artistic practice just started from my thesis because I was uh, so stressed. Incredible. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's, that's, it's funny. It's like, you know, sometimes that's what happens, right? Something happens to us hor horribly. And then we find a way to work through it and find some beauty in it, which is, yeah. which is always nice. Sometimes it doesn't happen and that's okay too. But, you know, it's always nice when you can find something out of it, out of all the, the chaos and, Absolutely. and um, sadness that you can pull out of it and, and create something that, can help others or even help yourself you know yeah that's what makes it sacred in a way right right, right. Yeah. wow okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna uh narrow our focus in a little bit more to the dragon prince now yes. thinking about um thinking you, you've had this wonderful wide scope with your the way you live and engage your work now i'm curious where does the dragon prince and voice acting fit into that oh, briefly yeah. and then we'll kind of get into the meat of the episode for sure. I mean, voice acting is such a, for me, is such a freeing space because I think that it's kind of that middle point or like a hybrid of theater and then film and television in a way, but then also you can transform into whatever you want to be mm -hmm. or whatever you're voicing. You can transform into these various characters and lives. And so, yeah, because I have a background in acting, <laughs> like formally. I mean, I was I've been acting since I was younger, but nothing was formal. Like, yeah. And so, uh, for me, voice acting when I first moved to Vancouver, because I I lived in Vancouver, um, which is how I was on the show, <laughs> or I'm on the show. And so, yeah, that was like the first thing. Was like my first agent was actually my first roommate in Brooklyn, and she's from Vancouver. Uh, she's actually from Victoria and so she became my my first voiceover agent and I had a horrible agent in California who was like submitting me to be a mascot like when I looked at the like when I looked at the Yikes. breakdowns I was like can you please send me the breakdowns like why am I not going out in LA and I was like did she submit me to be like an onion it was like it's not an onion <laughs> something absurd where I was like, I did not go to school for this. This yeah. is crazy. And so I was like, well, we, we gotta go because she started giving me problems. And I was like, I want to be out of this contract. She's like, no. So I was like, well, I'm moving to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm, a, I'm Canadian as well as Nigerian and American. And so my friend was like, you could just come up to Vancouver. Like, why not? And then you could get experience here and it'd be good for you. I think and I was like, wow okay cool that's so awesome. I drove up there and so um but the dragon prince didn't happen until like much later right um because that was when I that was oh my gosh <laughs> am I gonna age myself who cares um that was 2010 when the olympics happened is when I moved to Vancouver. I know crazy that was also a weird time to move to any city during the olympics oh 
yeah. don't yeah. recommend 10 out of 10 no um, <laughs> but, but yeah it, the dragon prince came i remember when i saw the breakdown and i was like please universe dear god please can i get on the show was, because the breakdowns were so good like you it's very rare that you I mean, you get a lot of different material. When you say breakdown, what do you mean? I'm not familiar with that. Yes. So basically you're sent um, for anything that you do in acting, whether voice, yeah. theater, um, film and TV, you're sent a breakdown, which is the characters, like, you know, a, a, a brief description of the character, who you're playing, a little uh, things about them that are important. And then you're sent a script. And I remember getting um, the information about the Dragon Prince and I was like, whoa, this seems really amazing and cool. And this world is going to be so yeah. cool. And they're like, oh, the creators like that are um, involved in Avatar. And I'm going to be honest with you, at that time, I hadn't watched Avatar, which is crazy. Ooh. I know, right? But then I also, because we had nothing but time while we were in the house. Um, I, of course, <laughs> binged the whole entire Avatar and was like, <laughs> so good yeah after, after right? i was like i understand, I understand. but this was after after that which is ironic that i was still that excited because they yeah. the, the descriptions and everything and even the the little scripts that we get to record i was like oh please and just the fact that i was like yo this is so cool like this is a black um character in yes. this fantasy world you know, a lot of times, like even in speculative fiction, like that's the only places, like specifically with Afrofuturism, that's the only places where you're seeing Black people exist, which doesn't make sense because Black people, anybody can be in sci-fi. And it's so yeah, irritating yeah. that it constantly is still created in this way where you are not, you're seeing a lack of diversity in terms of the existence. I mean, we're in a place where someone can have blue skin, like what, what in the yeah. world? Right. So someone someone can have five heads so like the existence of different races and ethnicities that, like being translated into a futuristic realm only makes sense here, so here. i definitely was like oh this is amazing this like fantasy world but then there's also this it's like you know we're this kingdom type of um juxtaposition of these things too within this and then in, in the time of dragons like there's all this like this mysticism and whatnot so it's like oh i really hope I hope to goodness and you know and I'm an elf and yeah. like, who's like who's a warrior I was like come on please let me on this show I swear just just let me in and so I was so happy when when I got out. I was like yes like, because that was one of the, it's very rare that I'll read something of course you see everything like I want it but this one I was like please I really want this one yeah so um wow. when that happened I was like oh oh and I so I had to fly to Vancouver because I because we can all tell I live in New York. <laughs> I've moved back. Yeah. Um, but my agent was like, if you get it, just get just get in there and get it, then we'll figure it out. And I was like, all right. So I was flying, I was flying back. Wow. Um, yeah. The the thing that has happened because of this panorama that we're still in, um <laughs> is the the I will say one of the positives is the ability to now record from anywhere because we're all mm -hmm. in different places you know, even the writers and whatnot yeah. and the studios. So I think that that the the access, the ac accessibility and um, flexibility with that, I would say is definitely an improvement so that we could all still be in this like realm together, which I, I appreciate yeah. that part. Mm. So much 
there's just so much we could talk for hours i'm gonna again i'm gonna narrow our focus now it's all good uh direct us please (laughs) the um the purpose of this episode in particular is that it is pride month yeah and we are talking about pride and i'm just curious uh when i pitched this episode to you you said that sounds awesome and cool and great. And so I'm curious, what is your relationship with pride? And uh, yeah, can you just tell us a little bit about what that means to you? Yeah, I mean, happy pride to everybody. Um, I mean, I'm queer, (laughs) so (laughs) boom. (laughs) So this is always a fun month um, for me, for everybody in that sense. I mean, you know, it's interesting because I think I also feel two ways about pride in a way because of the commercialization of it, which I think is really irritating because of the capitalist, the capitalist um, hands that are constantly grabbing. Like, I remember this is such a small thing. I haven't been on social media in over a month and I, and I went back on, on the yesterday. Oh my gosh. It's only yesterday. That's why how scary it is. The the way time passes on social media for me, (laughs) but I'm like, I do not belong on here. Um, but yeah, I'm only going on on weekends because they still need restrictions. And I went to tag a center that I thought was this um, gay and lesbian um, specific. Yeah, it's like an LGBTQIA plus um, center in um, in Manhattan. And I thought because it's in the Kaplan building, but it's the it's the gay center. And so like when I tagged Kaplan, the language people, because they had the whole flag on their thing. And so I'm like, because you only have this at on for June. You know, when June is over, you're gonna throw back on your logo and da 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 da. So it's like that type of thing where yeah, we put on this skin for now. It's opportunist. Exactly. And and I'm like, you know what? Great. Give everybody the coins. I mean, the same thing happens during Black History Month. Yep. Every, all of a sudden, <laughs> and you never get and you never get enough notice. Which I'm like, I think it would be great if people just let like considered you earlier. Like I, I have no problem with that. I'm like, yeah, I totally get it. You know, you want to speak to people in the these specific communities, no problem. But it always feels crazy when it's like people scrambling. Yeah, um, and and you can feel it. But yeah, I I think that we have to as a collective look beyond those things because everything is made into a capitalistic endeavor in a way because that's how money is made. So we have to remember the roots of things and why and and why it's happening. And so that's the thing that I do like. And I do like people feeling like, you know, seen in places where they can gather and and come together and celebrate each other. I think that's always a beautiful thing. So yeah. Um, yeah. Happy pride to everybody. Happy pride. To and everybody everyone. can come. Everybody is included. Like, you know what I mean? But it definitely is a moment for empowerment in that way and to, Absolutely. and to recognize people and to, and to uplift people in those moments. So Here, I think sure. that's a beautiful thing. Mm, I love it. Well, thank you so much for sharing. I'm the, what I have been asking everybody to do has been to pick a moment or a scene or a, a, a ship, if you will, that yeah. they are most excited about or their favorite in either the Avatar verse or the Dragon Prince. And so uh, I gave that kind of prompt to you. And I'm really curious what what came up? What 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 is that moment? What is that scene? What is that that thought process for you? I mean, I think there's two, but I'm like, is it, is it, I feel like, is it like a cop out of, I'm like, well, I like my characters. uh, 
I think you're probably the one most to talk about it. The Janaya. <laughs> I mean, I'm here for Janaya. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for um, Janaya and Amaya's like. We don't know what's gonna happen, but something's percolating. You know what I mean? Yep. I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's all I'm privy to say right now. Um, I'm not will to share more, but I will say that um, things things are going to happen, right? Things, things are good. Think, things are it, happening. You heard it here, folks. Things are going to happen. Things are going to happen. <laughs> things are happening. Is that is that okay? Is that can I say that? Um, you know, I'm just so excited for the upcoming seasons. Like it is so difficult to keep things to yourself. I can't talk to anybody. You understand this? I cannot talk. Jesse is the only person that I am able to. <laughs> Sometimes we're like, oh my gosh, dude, do you, do you believe this? Like, that's the only person that I actually can talk to at times about these things. And we're always freaking out about like, I love Jesse because Jesse sends me fan art and stuff like that. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and is just on top of it. And and I really appreciate him so much. And I'm just like, you know, like, this is so hard. This is really hard. But I'm so excited for what is coming, like yeah. for everybody. Oh, and that's all I could say. But I, I also it. really like the um like the Kingdom of Durin. I also really like that the, yeah. the two queens, which was you know Anya's mothers. Um, I also wanted to bring that up because I was like, oh, that's like a beautiful display of yeah, of this 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 couple, this lesbian couple with this power who left like this kingdom to this amazing daughter as well. Yeah. And just seeing that and yeah, just like their regality and yeah, I just well, liked that that pairing. I thought that was very sweet as well. Um, I loved how intentional that that felt, right? Yeah. To have not just a queer couple, but uh, a female, like women right. in power, right? right? And of an entire of an entire kingdom, and it's yeah. frustrating. It's called a kingdom still, right? But I it's know, like I know that part too, right? But it's one of those things where even our language kind of boxes us in a way that is it's it's insufficient. And I just love that we have things that are pushing those things and like the dragon prince that are, that is giving us other options. Yes. And I love that the, the two things that you're pointing to are, are showing us that also with Janai and Amaya, like two very high ranking women, again, in the military right. uh, for their countries is just, it's, it's lovely. It's beautiful. And it gives us hope for what can be. Definitely. I also think that it's really important to to show love stories between different types of like, I guess, like archetypes of people or even break stereotypes, you know, because there's also these things of like femininity and masculinity and whatnot. And it's really important to to see uh, love being shared between different um, types of people in terms of like even showing femmes in different ways showing um masculine presenting folks in different ways like here. you know the fact that there also there's representation of non-binary characters of people with disabilities like i think it's really important just to show everybody i never understand when people get upset when they when like something is presented to them that is not necessarily about them meanwhile anybody who is not say the stereotypical type has always been seeing people presented that are not like them and yeah. have been complaining like I don't understand what's showing the totality of what we are as as a populace or like as people 
here, here. Why that? Why that's an issue? I'm like, I think that everybody should see themselves at at a point. Like, it's not only some people should see themselves. So yeah. I love that the fact that the show does go there and do that. And it's like, yeah, you should see yourself. Like, if me as a child, like if I saw somebody who was queer on television that that looked like me that might have made such a big difference for me discovering my queerness and like even like I didn't know about pansexuality and things like this until like much later you know what I mean so I think that it's it is really important just to and it doesn't have to be a thing of like we're gonna describe uh, each thing it's literally just seeing somebody be like oh that person has a girlfriend I want a girlfriend too oh that person has a boyfriend I want a boyfriend too oh that person has a partner I want a partner too like or you're or not like it could be in any capacity you know what I mean I just think that it's really important like you're seeing characters that are signing like you know what what a big difference that is even for like a child that also signs or even adults that also sign like even as a person who doesn't like I want to learn how to sign like I want to be able to communicate with other people too you know what I mean so I think those things are important you're answering a question that I I want to make the question explicit in case you change your answer just a little bit but thinking about like when you think of seeing uh Janaya on screen or when you are literally voicing Janai and acting in those scenes I'm curious, like, how does that make you feel in your, in your body? Like, what are the feelings that come up for you when you're able to see that on screen in the final product or when you're producing it? Mm, it's funny. We don't see very much <laughs> you know, until <Yeah>. the end. <laughs> yeah. But I think, but that's why I think it's so cool. Anytime we do see things, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I just think this is so amazing. But to see it afterwards, I'm like, yo, that's crazy. Like, not only is that my voice, also I have an accent, so it's a little different. Yeah. different. Um, still always confusing to my dad. Doesn't know who's talking. It's very crazy. Every, no matter how much I show up. Even with my little pony, I was like, it's me. Like, what are you not getting? Um, <laughs> I digress. But yeah, I think that uh, when you're in it, I'm not thinking about any of these things. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I'm thinking as the character, Mm-hmm. When I'm when I'm voicing Janai and I'm thinking about the situations and how I'm feeling towards the other characters that I'm interacting with, right? Yeah. So I'm I pretty much, yeah, I become Janai in those moments. But in terms of seeing the impact afterwards, I think about these things just when I think about what stuff is available and like what things I grew up with. Mm. Also, sometimes I get texts or messages from friends that have kids and they're like, oh, we're watching you. And I think that is so cool. Like, yeah. yeah like, I, I think that, that that that's that's to me is a really big deal and just finding out other people watch this and they're excited to show like their nieces and stuff like this. And yeah. I think that, that those are the moments where I'm like, whoa, like we're really doing something impactful in that way. And I think uh, going to Comic-Con as well for the first time in New York, that was, oh my gosh, that was last year. Um, was really exciting yeah because I was meeting people in person because I haven't met anybody I was like no one has met me and so I think that when you see the ways that people are reacting to the work that you're doing and to the stories that are being told I think that's when it kind of all sinks in or just comes together and I'm like oh wow we're really building these worlds that people identify with and are feeling seen by and I think that's really an amazing opportunity and a privilege mm. to do that. 
And so I'm thankful for that, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I just the the whole narrative that you kind of have given us has reminded me, I, I recently wrote an article for our blog on the ethics of consumption for media and thinking about why it's important that we see rep that there's representation of people that don't look like us um, and people that are not just coming from our perspective, especially from for me as a cis white male um, and making sure like there's there's an ethical responsibility we have. It's not just something we're like, you should do it because you'll be better. No, I, I think we have a, a responsibility to do more than that because it doesn't just affect us. It affects us and so much more. Right. So uh, I ended up talking about Smellerby from Avatar The Last Airbender in that article. Okay. Yeah, super neat. We're talking about like asking the question, is Smeller be trans? Right, right, um, right. Because she's like, no, I'm a girl. And it's really unclear because it's never. Right, 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 right. Repeatedly. Like, and then there are so many arguments online, which is what you were pointing at. Like, why do people get angry? Right. When people mm -hmm. say Smeller B is trans, and then other people are like, no. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't it, understand. Even I, I don't, I don't. I think it's very um like I <laughs> never I don't ever get when people take such a position like that where they get so angry yeah I'm like are you okay is something else going on because I don't understand how that is ruining your experience I mean that was like a, a thing that ex that happened right with the the hunger games I remember when that yep. first came out um with Amanda Stenberg with their character I was like, why are you coming at a small child in this way? And yeah. does it really freaking matter? I mean, the, people get really upset too. They got upset with Game of Thrones because yeah. they felt like certain things. They're like, oh, why is this homoerotic and blah, 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 and all yeah. these things. And it's like, you know, maybe some of y'all weren't reading the books the same. I don't know. But yeah. then also like, I think that if it's not taking away from the storyline, like I, I do understand people's, um dedication to canon and whatnot but you know yeah. what? adaptations change things you also cannot tell a lot of times races unless people are describing specific things Absolutely. so i think the expectation for you to just assume that everybody is straight and white is very myopic <laughs> like i'm sorry limited yeah i'm like you know it's probably not gonna be that way to everybody um you're here <laughs> yeah and and you should be okay with that everything is not for you like yeah. that's also another thing i don't think people like to hear everything's yep. not for you and that's okay everything's that's not okay. for me and that's okay and i don't have to watch it <laughs> yeah okay i am just thrilled that we've had a chance to have this conversation it has been a joy to, to talk to you and learn about you and hear your perspective I, I want to we always end our episodes with gratitude and so I want to do the same thing with you and think about what are you grateful for from the dragon prince let's if we focus it to that like what who is a character that you are potentially most thankful for and then a, a reason why and it it can be Janai but it can also be someone else it's up to you um we often kind of frame it in like somebody that maybe taught you a lesson that you didn't know you needed to know until you saw it on screen or uh really anything i think i would say i think i'm grateful for janai i'm oh. grateful for janai because of the journey that she is embarking upon and i think that i'm learning a lot from from it 
Um, I yeah, I think there's. I can't say anything. <laughs> Things are coming. Things are going to happen. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I mean, essentially, I'm really grateful for the writers, like, mm. and the producers of the show, and everybody who's involved, really, because it's just. Yeah, they've given me an opportunity to really be part of something and to grow as a person and a character that people don't always get the opportunity to um, to be part of. And I definitely am very aware of that. And just, yeah, I'm really excited. I know people are very annoyed because they're like, where are the episodes? Yeah. But they're coming. They're coming. Yeah. Right? We saw the announcement. Yeah. Hello? Yep. Um, but you know what? Honestly, I'm also a little, I'm also grateful for um close am I grateful for? I was like the evil people. No. I just think that it's in it's interesting. I know I wanted to say Claudia because. I just, I'm interested to see what goes on with Claudia. Like, I'm, I don't yeah. know if that's a gratitude thing, but I think that I'm more just like interested, like, how is her character going to, like, what is going to go down with her? I know. And I'm very concerned. All the interviews say they're, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Oh, gosh, really? Yeah. See, there's stuff that I don't know. Yep. Right. There's because... an interview with Aaron out there somewhere that is. Oh. He says it's going to get worse before it gets better oh no yeah i feel like she has such a like you know she still had a little bit of kindness up in her but she has that dedication i don't know to after family. that finale <laughs> i know i know it went really dark i was like dang so you just <laughs> this is really this is this is loyalty is this a big this yikes is? a big yikes i know i'm just interested to see like how like can she come back from that We'll find out, I guess. Right, I know, right? Things are going to happen, aren't they? <laughs> things are going to happen. Stuff is going down. Oh. Uh, sadly, I don't know anything about her character arc. I mean, thank God, because I shouldn't be saying anything anyway, but I, I'm interested. Yeah. Because no. I'm, I'm interested in seeing, I'm like, yeah, I know that the characters that are fighting for good, like, that's one thing. But, you know, you never think about, like, oh, what's going on with these villains? Mm-hmm. You know You're what here. I mean? I'm always interested to see if there's, like, a redemption. Yep. Our conversations on the previous seasons with uh, Jason have been quite illuminating. Just like hearing the background on that is fascinating. So I don't know if he can, he's ever going to come back from his, his disaster. I keep feeling like um, the King. I'm like, is he deep in my heart? I'm like, maybe he's just stuck in a mirror. Maybe, (laughs) maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. Like you think maybe like I keep wanting their dad to come back. I don't know. I don't know. But in my mind, I'm like, maybe he's just like Viren just put him in a mirror somewhere. And we'll see. Yeah. Gotta get him out. We just gotta get him out. <laughs> just yeah, it's Ugh. really hard. It's really, really hard. Oh well, we have a little bit of time left before <laughs> we get those episodes. And I, we are oh. all waited on the edge of our seat ready for it so Likewise, I know, it's, it's nice to hear that it's not just us <laughs> no I, you are not alone so, you know how hard this is to keep to yourself yep it's also <laughs> it's also the nature of netflix right it's like you gotta wait till right. the whole thing is released yeah. like i literally i haven't seen these things that's mm-hmm. the funny thing is that i'm well all of us are watching it with all of you it's not even yeah 
that's that's always that's actually interesting too right because the, like yeah. the other thing, it's like oh people have seen the movie and da, 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 blah, blah, blah. it's like no i'm going to be watching the episodes when they drop with everyone else so mm-hmm. yeah wow. i am excited about that though very excited me too <laughs> well rena this has been a joy if if people want to, after hearing this want to connect with you in some way shape or form is there a way that you would like them to do that whether that's on right. some sort of social media or website how would you like them to find you so my website is aspaceforsound.com and I am also under the same thing on Instagram, but I'm more active on my DJ Lady Lane account. Um, I'm not good at social media. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just put that up front, a small disclaimer. I'm not good at it. I don't know if I'm really trying to improve but I'm going to try to uh, keep people updated with things, but definitely my website and I have a newsletter. I'm also not good at sending out the newsletter. Are you seeing a trend? I, <laughs> <laughs> I do send out the newsletter. It's not annoying. It's not ever uh, too much because we don't know when they're going to drop, but when, when they do happen, I do send them. So yeah. if you want to sign up for the newsletter there, um, that'd be great. Yeah, there, if you're in the New York, um area like this summer i'll be around to have a residency at bam that's coming up next month uh for about two weeks and yeah there's more things happening in the fall i'm doing a project at lincoln center and um yeah there's just some things that are happening so yeah please do join the newsletter (laughs) or 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 look at the Instagram. I'm going to try to post. Yeah. <laughs> try. We'll do our best, right? <laughs> we are not very good at social media either at okay, not right. breaking. Um, but we, we have a spot, we had a volunteer for a while and our social media was great during that, but then yeah. uh, it has since declined. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it happens. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So you can find Rena at aspaceforsound.com or a space for sound on Instagram. Uh, and then you can also find us at bending not breaking or BNB underscore pod. Yes, definitely. I think DJ Lady Lane is better for Instagram, but perfect. Yeah, I definitely, I mean, I'm on the Twitters, not, Wait. not, you know, whatever y'all want, but <laughs> awesome. Do I well, sound gonna... thrilled about the social media? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So much enthusiasm. It's killing me. It feels painful to talk about it. I mean, I'm sorry. I haven't been on. Yesterday was the first day and I'm like, I'm overwhelmed. No worries. No worries. Rena, this has been incredible. Thank you so much. Thank you. I am grateful and I'm I'm certain that our our listeners will love every minute of this. I'm so glad. Thank you for having me.